wait for it. It's it better. News Talk, 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN. Phil Williams on Right Side Radio. The time right now is 2.36 in the afternoon, and we are having a good time. I hope you've been with us. Copper, we just did that thing a minute ago, Adventures in Woke World, and my phone started blowing up. Did you get some calls on your side? I did. I had a guy who said he loved it, and we should make it a regular segment. So it didn't bomb? That's no. awesome. Okay, we're good. Well, I'll tell you what. We uh, we will take your suggestions on what scenarios then should be incorporated. We'll at least do a weekly segment on adventures in Woke World. And uh, we'll, so if you have an idea what you think should be a script for Woke World, you let me know, and we'll start incorporating those. And we'll write them fresh, and we'll read them out. I guess we'll do it every Tuesday. But um, hey, listen, uh, before I go too much further, I got to tell you about uh, my friends at E-Tax Breaks. I've known these guys for quite a while, and, and they are literally, with 23 years of experience right now, they are helping businesses all over the nation discover that there are cash and tax credit incentives that are available for over 3,000 different government programs. I mean, literally, y'all, if you've got a business... All you got to do is go to their website, www.etaxbreaks.com, and just sort of plug in your data. They will tell you if they know that there's money available for you. And I've seen them wipe out whole companies' tax liabilities. It's amazing what they can do. And they, they don't get paid unless they find you something. So it's not like you're paying them for anything. So literally go to etaxbreaks.com forward slash right side because they're tracking to see whether they're folks from the show calling in. It's etaxbreaks.com forward slash right side. Listen, we're going to bring a friend of mine on the show right now. Uh, I, I'm real excited about this. Uh, this guy, I've gotten to know him in the last year. His name's Matt Clark, and Matt's going to be coming on the air with us. Uh, Matt's a lawyer. I'm a lawyer. You can trust lawyers sometimes, but listen, there's good ones. And he's a graduate of Liberty University School of Law. He clerked for the Alabama Supreme Court. He was a staff attorney uh, at the Foundation for Moral Law, and now he is the president of the Alabama Center for Law and Liberty. Uh, doing great things in conjunction with the Alabama Policy Institute, where I've also spent a great deal of time. And uh, my friend Matt Clark is on with us. Matt, welcome to the Right Side Radio Show. Hey, Phil. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, man. Glad you're with us. How's the new baby doing? Y'all doing good down there? Yeah, he's he's doing okay. So he's at about a month old. Uh, today has been a day where he's been excessively fussy, but my, my wife discovered that playing children's songs and calm them down. And while that's working, I'm trying to make sure I can maintain my sanity with children's songs going about eight hours a day. <laughs> but, listen, <laughs> but other than that, he's good. Just, just go ahead and accept it, man. I mean, years past when I was, you know, the parent of small children, they're all big children now, uh, the Barney theme song was like stuck in my brain for probably six years in a row. And then just most recently, Goodness. most recently, my grandson, who was about to turn two, uh, was was visiting. And, and for about a week there, um, the, the theme song to Mickey's clubhouse was um constantly like a like a, a worm in my brain but at the same time endearing all at the same time so that's enough of that let's let's talk about legal stuff there's things happening out there uh we're pointing the finger at wokeism left and right here on right side radio and you've got a bead right now that i think is pretty interesting people don't realize what's happening in the state of alabama now huntsville in in the surrounding area is is known for being fairly conservative, but there's other pockets of not so conservative in the state, and Montgomery's got something going on with new ordinances from the city council. So set the stage for us. Tell us what's happening down there. 
Yeah, absolutely. So um, about a week ago, Montgomery's mayor, Stephen Reed, uh, who's a Democrat, he's very liberal, um, he had been working with the Human Rights Campaign during Pride Month. And if you're not familiar with the Human Rights Campaign, they are probably uh, the biggest LGBT organization in the country. You know, they exist solely for advancing uh, those causes. And so about a week ago, Mayor Reed announced uh, uh, through the Montgomery Advertiser that he was going to be introducing what we call a SOGI ordinance. Uh, SOGI is an acronym for Sexual Orientation and Gender Identity. Uh, that he would be introducing an ordinance to the city council that would make it illegal to discriminate against folks on the grounds of sexual orientation and gender identity. Um, right now, there are only two cities in Alabama that have ordinances like that, and that's the city of Birmingham and the city of Montevallo. So Mayor Reed wants to make Montgomery number three. Um, now, on, on the one hand, you know, the, the left, I think, uh, frankly, I think a lot of the times they do a better job at uh, framing the, the terms of uh, debate than, um, than than we do. That, that's not to say that they're accurate, but just they're, they're good at branding stuff. So, you know, um, I don't think anybody really is for discriminating against people on these grounds, but it does cause a problem for folks that have religious beliefs that prohibit them from participating in or endorsing some of those characteristics. Um, you know, we're, we're seeing cases like that all around the country, uh, probably the most prominent of which is, is Jack Phillips, the cake baker from Colorado, who back in, oh, I think it was 2013, had a, had a gay couple that came to him and said, hey, we're, we're getting married. We want you to design a custom cake for our wedding. And Jack is a Christian, and he said, hey, listen, guys, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm a Christian. I, I believe that God ordained marriage should be between a man and a woman, so I can't do this in good conscience. I can I can sell you uh, kind of the raw materials, you know, that, that you can, you know, decorate yourself, or I can refer you to, you know, one of many bakeries in the city that'll do it for you. But I just feel like I can't do this without approving of something that God disapproves of, so I, I can't do that. And uh, the Colorado Civil Rights Commission cracked down on him. For, for violating uh, their their human rights law, um, and he he lost in the lower courts, went up to the Supreme Court, and they gave him a very narrow victory because uh, the government, when they were considering his case, they compared him to you know things like Nazis and and, and stuff like that, and, and the Supreme Court you know essentially took the, the the route of how dare you, all right? If if somebody's raising this sincere religious objection, you know you, you owe you owe it to them to be respectful, to give it to remain neutral, as in not hostile towards religion, and, and to give it the consideration that it's due. You can't get out of it by playing Nazi card. So, so um, Matt, let me jump so in though and ask you a question. Win. Hey, Matt, let me jump so in though like, and ask you yeah. the, 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 just to just to clarify for for our listeners. So, you know, putting my attorney hat on here for a minute, we we already know that that there, there are laws that allow for what the what the law refers to as a protected class. That we have mm-hmm. we have we have laws that protect those who are um, of, a, of you know either gender you can't discriminate uh, based on gender for for jobs unless there is what they call a bona fide occupational qualification meaning that you know you have to be able to meet certain standards otherwise you cannot be discriminated against there's also pregnancy and then there's race uh, and and religious discrimination but there's never been one for your sexual orientation there's never been a protected class truly. Uh, that, that that says because of the way you choose to identify uh, or your sexual orientation that that you are now a protected class in some ways that can even be considered uh, at times it becomes a preferred class if you get down to it but what is the net effect of this so if this ordinance goes into place what do the people of montgomery see differently the next day i mean so what what what's the actual impact to the populace 
So Mayor Reed is, is going to be focusing on three areas where this will make an impact, government, employment, and housing. Um, so on the one hand, it, it's not going to be as sweeping as some of these other um, you know, SOGI ordinances or laws that we've seen around the country. It's going to be a little bit more narrow in scope. Uh, but the problem is it's still going to cause issues in those three areas. Um, for instance, in, uh, um, in, in employment, one, one big question I have is whether that's going to apply to uh, churches in the area. Um, you know, the, the, as, as you pointed out, there are already federal laws, uh, like the Title VII of the Civil Rights Act of 1964, that protects you know, certain classes. Um, but it even makes exceptions for things like houses of worship. You know, so for instance, if, if a you know, if a church has religious objections to hiring people uh, that the law would otherwise cover, they get to get out of it because they're a church, and they really should have the right to decide, you know, who aligns with their religious mission and who doesn't. Um, now, Mayor Reed has not released the text of the proposed ordinance yet. He says he's focusing on these three subjects, but we haven't seen how far sweeping it is. But if he doesn't include an exception for churches, then it's going to, you know, every church in Montgomery is going to be liable to be sued. Say, if, you know, if, if you're a conservative evangelical church that believes what the Bible has talked about, you know, with homosexuality being a sin. And if you have, you know, a homosexual or a transgender person that comes into your church and says, hey, I want to work for you, and the church says, I'm sorry, look, because of your lifestyle, it doesn't comport with our mission, we can't do that in good conscience. Uh, if there's not a carve-out for churches, they could be sued over that, and that's so, a very scary proposition. So I'm going to jump in again. So a minute ago, I thought I heard you say, though, this right now, as we understand it, was an ordinance as to government hiring. Are you saying it's as to hiring within the city limits, period? Yes, yes, that's that's what we're hearing right now. So it, it will apply to the government, but it's it's going to apply to certain other areas in the private sector. But listen, as well, man, if, decisions if, and also with housing. If that happens, then the Alabama Center for Law and Liberty and every other conservative organization who cares has got to say, uh, legally speaking, no, we can't we can't go down that road. Um, so uh, that, that this this is a no go in my opinion. And now I don't think Mayor Reed. I don't believe he has the legal or constitutional authority to tell uh, private citizens uh, what they will hire in the absence of federal law to the contrary, or for that matter, in the absence of state law. It's a city ordinance. I mean, I don't know that he can do this. Do you? That, that's a good question. So I haven't looked into you know that threshold question of whether he has authority by statute to um, you know sign an ordinance that is this sweeping in scope. Uh, a lot of the times, cities under under state law do have the authority to pass ordinances that protect the uh, the public safety, health, uh, or or welfare or morals, as what we call police powers and law. Um, but employment decisions, that's that's a little bit outside the scope of what we usually see. So it, that's a good point, Phil. It's worth looking into. Well, I think we're going to have to look into it. And, and listen, that's that's why you exist over at ACLL now. The Alabama Center for Law and Liberty was founded for that very purpose and in, in, in making sure that the things that we hold dear, the conservative policies that, or for that matter, laws, uh, are, are upheld and they are not threatened by encroachments. And, and, I, and I think, and maybe you could just, you know, postulate on this with me a little bit, but I think that we have seen probably um, more and more out of local governments that we ever thought possible, just especially in the pandemic year. I mean, literally in inroads into encroachments upon civil liberties at the local level than we ever have seen in the past. Would you, would you agree with that? Yeah, I would say so. And, you know, there there is a balance to be struck here because, you know, on the one hand, city government 
um, works just like, you know, you see at state and federal level where there's a legislative body elected by the people. There's an executive branch, you know, that's elected by the people. And so, you know, the democratic process has to work. But on the other hand, my goodness, during the pandemic, I mean, you know, even democratically elected governments have to have limits. And uh, I, I don't think I've ever seen, you know, the, the heavy-handed approach that we saw uh, from, from local governments than, than we saw during the pandemic. I mean, you know, it seems like every municipality, every county, you know, they're issuing mask orders of their own in addition to the ones uh, that, that were issued by the state. And so at some point, you know, you got to ask the question, are, are, are you really doing this, you know, for the public good, or do you realize that you have the power to do something and you're getting high off of that? Um, I, I think a lot of the latter goes on. Well, man, I, I, I tell you what, I appreciate you keeping an eye on this. I didn't know this was even happening uh, until you brought it to my attention. I like to think that I'm paying attention, but sometimes things are flying under the radar. And like you said, at this point, too, Mayor Reed, who, by the way, is the son of Joe Reed, who ran the Democrat Party into the ground here in Alabama for many years, uh, that, that, that literally he has not even bothered to release the full transcript or the, or the text of what he's proposing as an ordinance. And yet we're already hearing that it could be extreme in nature. Uh, and it needs, and that's our capital city. All right, y'all folks, listen, that's the capital city of the state of Alabama. And the leadership there is talking about enacting policies, ordinances, if you will, at the local level that are sweeping and contrary to civil liberties as we know them in this country. Hey, Matt, listen, um, we're about down to the end of this segment, but tell everybody where they can find you if they want to know more about ACLL and what you're up to, and and uh, even on social media for that matter. Sure. So if you go to alabamalawandliberty.org, that's our website. It talks about the cases we're involved in, uh, you know, any, any news releases that we have going on. Uh, another thing that I just started with ACLL is... Uh, our blog called The Alabama Federalist. And what we're trying to do is we're trying to get conservative lawyers in the state to jump in and talk about uh, what's going on in the state of the law um, and, and right. on issues that are of interest to the public. And then we're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as well. So All right, Matt. There. Hey, listen, folks, that's my friend Matt Clark with the Alabama Center for Law and Liberty. It's 249 here on Right Side Radio. Phil Williams, we are solid, conservative, and just plain right, and we'll be right back. Talk 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN. We are the talk giant of North Alabama. Listen, this is Right Side Radio. I'm Phil Williams, your host, where we are solid, conservative, and just plain right. Hey, uh, it is right now 2.53 in the afternoon, and we are uh, moving through the afternoon quicker than I would have imagined. Uh, time flies when you're having fun. But we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna take that segment we just had a moment ago with my friend Matt Clark from the Alabama Center for Law and Liberty but, and, and advance on it a little further. But before I do that, though, let me, let me tell you about my friends over at ZLA Solutions. You've got to know about these folks. If you're looking for a job, and a lot of folks are right now, if you're looking for a job, you can go to their website right now, ZLAUSA.com, and they've got jobs posted all over North Alabama. If you're an employer looking to hire, doesn't matter what kind, white collar, blue collar, no collar, truth be told, they handle logistics and management, the hiring, the headhunting, all that stuff you need. They are ZLA Solutions. That's the name of the company. And ZLA Solutions, they like to say they don't make it better or make it, they don't make it, they just make it better. And so find them at ZLAUSA.com. Well, listen, you just heard my, my, my friend Matt Clark from the Alabama Center for Law and Liberty, talking about um, 
what I would just have to describe as, you know, very woke policies being instituted at the local level. Folks, it's, it's going to be so important that that literally, if we're going to be if we're going to be saying that we're we're the watchmen, that we're we're keeping an eye, you know, Ezekiel, I think it's Ezekiel thirty three two says the people shall choose from among themselves one to stand as their watchman, and, and what that means is you're you're on the wall, you're keeping an eye out, and you're going to sound the alarm if you see something. We have to have folks like ACLL and Right Side Radio and the Alabama Policy Institute. We have to have folks like you. Who are willing to say, mm, not on my watch. No, not on my watch. Folks down in Mountain Brook got busy uh, just in the most recent weeks. You may see some skewed reports of it on uh, AL.com. Uh, go figure, it's skewed on AL.com. But the truth be told, there were some serious uh, wokest type policies being implemented in their local school system. Well, you may be shocked to find that if you go and read that article and say, oh, bless their hearts in Mountain Brook. I'm looking at a list right now. I've got a list of 42 schools in the greater Huntsville area, a lot of which were in the Huntsville school system, that have all implemented the exact same curriculum for training their teachers that the Mountain Brook parents just went to task with the school board on and got rejected. It's critical race theory-based information. It comes out of an organization called the Anti-Defamation League, and it's being touted right now as it's a, it's a curriculum called No Place for Hate. Well, that sounds wonderful, doesn't it? Like Matt Clark said a moment ago, liberals are so good at branding, they make things sound like something that it's not. No place for hate. There's no place for hate. Well, yeah, you know what? Hate's a bad thing. But the reality is what they're really doing is they're creating racism by telling kids that the way you feel is more right and the way you're born, by the way, is um, uh, makes you either an oppressor or an oppressed from the moment you enter the atmosphere. And that's that's just wrong. I'm looking at a list of 42 schools. I'll, I'll name some right now. My alma mater, Grissom High School, is on here. Hamilton Crossing, Hampton Cove Elementary, Hampton Cove Middle School, uh, Mabry Middle School. I'll skip around here. Live Oak Elementary, McNair Junior High School, Middle Ridge Elementary School, Indian Creek Middle School, ILA Elementary, Hillsman Middle School, Hope Hill Elementary, John Lewis Invictus Academy, Jones Valley Elementary. Kemp Elementary, Morris Elementary, Middle Ridge Elementary. I'm going, I mean, I've got, I could go on and on and on. What I'm telling you, though, is the exact same curriculum that the parents of Mountain Brook said, we will not tolerate you sneaking that in here and forcing teachers to sit through these training sessions and to, to tell kids that literally they are uh, racist or that uh, they do not have a right to believe what their parents have raised them to believe, that that will not be tolerated and now in Mountain Brook, but apparently it's already being tolerated here in Huntsville. What you got, Copper? Well, that's scary. We kind of picture it as being in high school or even middle school, but elementary school, they eat everything up at that age. It's, it's scary. I remember I was babysitting a kid once, maybe seven years old, and she said, I'm an animal. I said, no, honey, you're not an animal. She said, yes, we're all animals. I mean, that's just the evolutionary theory that we're they're being taught and they just accept it oh yeah i'm an animal yeah critical race theory yeah and and, it, and it's it's just wrong and, and and you are correct in your assessment that that children are so impressionable and that's what i was saying too in my opening monologue earlier is that um if you watch the trend right now wokists if they have a if they have the ability to make inroads a lot of times it's you know give us your kids give us your kids let us have your kids and there will not be another next great generation 
if they're allowed to have our kids. And we have got to stand up and say, not on my watch. Not, not on my watch. Ain't going to happen here. So the reality is Right Side Radio is going to keep calling it out. If we're going to be solid conservative and just plain right, that means we need folks like you who are willing to say, I'm a right side ruffian. I'm going to take this to task. Or I'm a policy warrior. I'm going to pay attention. Or I'm somebody who's just going to say, not on my watch. Folks, I'm going to have coffee mugs made with those sayings on them. I'm going to start having coffee mugs you can drink in the morning and say, here it is. I'm a right side radio ruffian. Folks, we're solid conservative, just plain right. And we're enjoying our time right now on News Talk 770 AM, 92.5 FM. We'll be right back after the top of the hour news. 